This is Channel 253. Citizen Tacoma podcast is sponsored by Alaska Airlines. I'm Jenny Jacobs and I fly Alaska. To book your next flight, go to alaskaair.com. I'm Jenny. I'm Doug. And we are the Citizen Tacoma podcast, empowering an informed electorate. I thought we were informing an empowered electorate. In in the the city city of destiny. Hi, Jenny. Citizen Tacoma is back in 2018. Woohoo! Woohoo! Uh, so we've got a special election coming up in February, and today we had Dan Vopel, the executive director of communications for Tacoma Public Schools, and Willie Stewart, who is the co-chair for the Tacoma Citizens for Schools campaign on the show. I thought every election was special. <laughs> <laughs> Only in Tacoma. <laughs> Listen in. Welcome to Citizen Tacoma Podcast, Dan and Willie. Today we're speaking with the both of you about uh, the upcoming school levy special election on February 13th, is it? That's right. That's right. Okay. Um, so I think, first of all, hopefully you can... Educate us a little bit on how schools are funded and why the levy is important, because I think that's kind of a good place to start. Could you each just um, introduce yourselves? Oh, sure. <laughs> uh, my name is Willie Stewart. Yeah. I'm an employee. I was an employee of the district for 37 years. Wow. I served on the school board for six years. I've been on the citizen audit committee for many, many years, and I continue to do that. This is my third time of serving as a co-chair for the campaign. And all 57 years of my life, I've been in Tacoma, and I've voted for the schools each time. Hmm. So this is a commitment and a labor of love for boys and girls. Excellent. Thank you. Hi, I'm Dan Vopel, Executive Director of Communications for Tacoma Public Schools. I've been doing that since 2009. Um, before that, worked at the News Tribune and and some at the city of Tacoma. Uh, my role uh, for the district is to help with all things communication. So everything from the website to newsletters to social media, trying to keep the community informed about the things that are going on in their schools. Thank you both for coming today. Thank you for having us. So can you explain how our schools funded? Sure. Um, thank you for, for having us on the show. Yeah, right now the state funds about uh, 60% of what the school district um, operates with. And, 60%. Mm-hmm, and the local levy currently funds about 24%. Uh, the rest comes from federal funds and a few other sources. Um, so the local levy is very critical to the operation of the school district. Hmm. Um, so what percentage, I think you just said 24% mm-hmm. is what the, the levy covers? Currently, yes. Hmm. How does the levy pertain to the McCleary case? Because mm. wasn't that about whether or not levies could continue to fund school districts? Can you clarify that? It was in part. The McCleary case was really saying that the state needed to pick up a greater share of basic education funding for the school districts. Um, it didn't say that there should not be local levies. Um, the way that this the education works in Washington, I think there will always be local levies to, uh, to some degree to support um, school operations. Um, McCleary just was asking the state to pay, pay its 
um, its fair share. Hmm. So the concern with levies is that it's not equitable across different communities. Is that would that be a true statement? I think that I think that's true. You have some um, some very uh, wealthy, property rich areas of the yeah. state uh, that pay a different rate, a, a lesser rate, because their property values are high. And then you have areas like Tacoma, which have lower property values than a lot of places around the state. So the tax rate tends to be a little bit higher. Hmm. We haven't heard from Willie yet, but he's going to speak more on the, the promotion of the levy. I just didn't want to ignore you there for I'm too fine. much longer. Okay. Not a problem. <laughs> um, so how does that compare to other large cities in Washington as far as how Seattle is fun, Seattle schools and maybe Spokane for another example? Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, all those cities and, and really every school district in uh, Pierce County has a, a local voter approved levy um, and also most also have a technology levy and we have those two propositions on the ballot um, February 13th. So um, we're not unusual. Mm. Um, all the communities have it. It's just it just depends on um, how much each community raises with their local levy. Gotcha. So let's hear about this levy. There are two different propositions. Um, could you tell us about Proposition 1? Well, Proposition 1, which is essential for the day-by-day operations of, within the school district, uh, providing equipment, supplies for the, for the operation of the schools, whether it goes to athletics, or music, extracurricular activities, and also to the salaries of the staff, because uh, Tacoma has a high average salary than many of the other districts around, like uh, Bethel and maybe mm. Puyallup and those. And because we have a high salary average and we don't get the full funding from the state, the levy will make the difference. Also, it allows us to do some special things, for example, having a preschool in, the, in, in many buildings that mm. normally would not have, uh, mm. providing a u- unique opportunities like in the School of the Arts, uh, SAMI, uh, because those classes are somewhat smaller, and therefore the needs are greater in terms of that. It allows us to have more staff. For example, one of the great things we have because of the levy is our partnership program, where we have a full-time person who's, who's linking with the, the entire the business community, the, the, the parents and all, which makes us a district of really caring about the people and reaching out for the people. Hmm. So what percentage of that... Proposition money. Hmm. I guess what the question I'm trying to get at is um, how many jobs this will support. Because I think jobs is kind of a hot button topic, right? Yeah. So yeah, it varies depending on uh, the category. For example, the state funds us to hire a roughly 1,200 teachers. Mm-hmm. Uh, with the levy, we're able to to hire more than 1,350. So. Um, we're able to supplement what the state gives us to um, for teachers. Hmm. Um, on the flip side, um, in our athletics and activities department, the state gives us zero money for athletics, hmm. um, and our levy funds about three point nine million dollars for our athletic programs. Now, I don't, I, I don't know exactly how many jobs that is, but if you think about elementary, middle, and high school, and all the coaches hmm. um, that it takes to run those programs. Uh, that's a that's a big haul right there. Yeah, I was doing some research before our meeting, and I think I saw somewhere on your website that it was six hundred staff jobs is included in this levy. Which, but, but that would also be classified staff as well. Ah, yeah. 
Yeah, through a, across all job classifications. Yeah, yeah, that's, yeah. That's, that's, that's about that's, right. That's incredible. I mean, the school mm -hmm. district is a large employer in our community. Mm -hmm. So proposition one then is related to staffing and instructional materials and security and athletics mm -hmm. and special programs. Yes. Can you tell me about proposition two? Yes. T technology is the way in which the future of this country at this point. And therefore, we start, we have technology starting with grade one and even mm -hmm. some of the kindergarten using it. And so when you take in terms of K through 12, plus your alternative schools for use of it, that's a huge amount of equipment. And then you have to maintain it. And consequently, that becomes very expensive. Mm -hmm. Also, you're going to have a certain amount that will be just lost, whether it's through theft or whatever other means are. Mm -hmm. and, and so therefore, we need the, uh, the technology. The other thing is technology changes each year. Mm. Uh, and if you want to have the top of the line so you can have the best possible education, you need to stay in line and get the very best equipment. And that's why it's so essential. And the, and the cost of technology increases each year also. So that makes another challenge for us. Right. I imagine it's important that students stay up to date on the most modern forms of technology. Otherwise, they're not going to be prepared for what they see in the job market. But you're not even counting the in-service that's required for teachers to use the right. technology, right. which becomes a part of that. Right. So, and, and that becomes, because that's additional staff time. That's not done during the regular salary time and the regular, that's additional pay for additional work. So there's some pro um, professional development budget yeah. as part of Proposition 2. Yeah, but what, we always had professional development. Mm -hmm. But what I'm saying now, beyond the regular curriculum uh, professional development, you need to have the additional part of it, which is the technology to totally separate from, separate from the other. Right. Yeah, two, uh, 2014 was the first time that we put a technology levy on the ballot asking the, the community to support that, and, and they did by more than 66%. Um, and I think we're, we're renewing that. As, as Willie said, technology evolves over time. Mm -hmm. um, but we also want to make sure that we have equitable access to technology at all schools across the district. We, don't, we believe that uh, all kids, no matter what their family background or their family income or what neighborhood they're in, they should have the same access to technology. And so that's what this levy would do. Um, recently, there were a group of uh, CEOs on Wall Street that got together, and part of their discussion was around that Eight out of 10 current kindergartners will work in a career that doesn't exist yet. And if we're going to wow. prepare kids <laughs> for those careers of the future, we, we have to invest in the technology that, will, that we can teach them to use as they uh, prepare themselves for that, for that uh, future. Hmm. So is access to technology not equitable in Tacoma schools as it stands now? Yeah, it, um, it, it is. We're, we're building an equity plan to make sure that all of our schools have it, but we're, what we're trying to do is expand that access. So um, what you'll find is that many of, the, many of the students from some neighborhoods have plenty of technology at home, and other parts of our community, they don't have any. Mm -hmm. um, so what we're trying to do is make sure that those kids that come from areas that might be underserved, might not families might not have access, that we can provide them with what they need uh, to help them catch up with kids from other areas of the city. And also we extend the technology for, for parent use too, for the mm -hmm. PTA and parents in the school, because they want to be able to get information about the schools, about the kids. And they right. have many will come to the building, and almost in every building 
there's a computer set aside just for the community to use, yeah. which is a service that costs money, but right. it's very essential. And, and it's out of this kind of service that we're hoping that people recognize the need to vote for the levy. Hmm. Yeah, I know a lot of the um, parents are more able to interact with technology in order to keep up with the progress of their students more than back in our day. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, when I was a kid, or when I had kids at home, I think the story went, uh, you know, they had to go to the grandparents' house to help them set up their VCRs, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, it, the, the technology changes, but I think sometimes the, uh, the anecdote remains the same, um, that a lot of kids are coming in with perhaps uh, an expectation that they will mm -hmm. know or they will have technology because they already use it at home. Right. So I know that um, certain people, like me, would be like, yay, schools, I'll vote yes. No further information necessary. But some people are going to want to know how much this costs. So could you please inform us about those numbers. Sure. Do you want, no, do you want me take, to do that? Please. Sure. Um, so the state changed the funding formula for school districts to reduce the amount that uh, they have to rely on local levies in the future. Mm -hmm. So um, both propositions together, if voters vote for them, their tax rate will actually go down. Um, and that's unusual here in Tacoma. Mm -hmm. uh, this, is, this is a first for us. Um, so um, together, they would go down by about a dollar and seven cents per one thousand dollars of assessed value. So um, people yeah, who yeah. people can determine what their property value is and then do the math to find out how much they would save. But I can tell you the median price of a home in Tacoma um, is currently two hundred and sixty thousand mm -hmm. dollars. And uh, if both of these propositions pass, the actual tax payment that that homeowner would make would drop by $268 a year. So if I hear you correctly, <laughs> a lot of numbers, this voting yes for these levies makes your taxes go down. That's correct. And what if you don't own a house? Yeah, if you don't own a house, so let's say you rent an apartment, mm -hmm. then you don't pay property taxes out directly out of your pocket. Your mm -hmm. pro Whoever owns your apartment building will. Um, right. And so they're the apartment building owner's tax rate and tax payment would go down. Mm -hmm. I can't say if they're going to drop their <laughs> their yeah. rent costs to the to the renter, but uh, there wouldn't be an impetus to raise the rent based on, on these propositions. Right. So it sounds like, to me like your taxes go down, you support schools, and if you don't own a home, it doesn't affect you at all. And so you should vote yes to support schools and the kids because taxes are going down and it doesn't affect you if you don't own a house. This seems like mind-blowing information that everybody should know about. Beyond the dollar thing, it's the future for our children. Yeah. When you recognize that most of them will work in the field, they'll go to college, and what they end up measuring in will not be what they will work in because mm -hmm. it's just that much of a change. Right. But we also know when you have a high quality of education, you don't pay on the other end by increasing spaces in your jails mm. and in the prisons or increasing the number of homelessness. That's all related. So right. it's, you should look at the global picture of what this levy really means long term. Right. And I can address that because I'm, I'm in a unique position of 
each Sunday morning involved with the homeless breakfast. Mm. And I know the impact of those who fall through the cracks. And this technology will help them not fall through the cracks as a possibility. So I know that um, Tacoma is very proud. We all are of the 85% graduation rate in 2016. Can you speak a bit about how these programs may have helped to get us to that lofty percentage? I'll just say a couple of things, and I want Dan to expand on it. I think one thing is the lower teacher ratio, where they made that effort. I think special programs, uh, meeting the needs of the students. I think the specialization and interest like is provided through the School of the Arts, uh, the Idea School, the Semi School, uh, the alternative programs, the co- community partnerships where we bring in the parents and the community to the schools to enhance the whole environment because of the great support, not just for the schools, but for the kids in the schools. And that's what I think is important. And because of that, and the commitment to it, you've had that graduation rate to go from 55% to 86.6 for this year, which is very commendable. It's amazing. Yeah, uh, class of 17, uh, 2017 was actually 86.1%. Um, all-time record for Tacoma. Uh, we're very proud of that. Uh, we're, big, we're actually closing the gaps between uh, students of color and white students and Asian students who tend to be uh, the highest um, graduation rates. Uh, so there are a lot of good things happening there. Um, I wish I could just point to one thing and say, oh, this is it. This is the one thing that's that the levy's funding that is uh, making the big difference. But it's funding a lot of things that are making a difference. Um, I know if my deputy superintendent was here, he would want to talk about the investment in, we've used uh, from the technology levy in a... Um, database system where we can track real time the progress of every student in Tacoma Public Schools. Mm. We've worked with Microsoft to build this um, database. It's it's available to teachers and principals. Um, in fact, we have a, a data day coming up when uh, kids don't come to school, but our teachers do. And they building by building, take a look at their student data and figure out how to help those kids that are struggling move the needle. Mm. Um, and that's that's just one thing that hap- that uh, comes from the technology levy. Mm. N- not from ne- technology, but from the overall both the issues, the technology and the and the uh, and the operations. If anyone had an opportunity to be at the Martin Luther King uh, celebration at the, at the convention center, you would have seen something that would not exist without the levy. We had Grant School of the uh, Music and the Fine Arts to perform a vocal set, a music number, and a dance number. Without the levy, we wouldn't have those positions for the students. On the other hand, on that same day, Northeast Tacoma performed, and they had over 100 students combined with the band, orchestra, and vocal. Mm -hmm. And I sat back and said, now, just think, we have that because of the levy. We have things because of that. So when the people are thinking in terms of that, don't think of the dollars directly. Think of the impact it would have on kids and what it would mean like. Because we knew, need music and everything. One other thing I saw that would not have happened, I was over at Bellman at an event, and at halftime, there was our specialized uh, PE group that dances and do uh, different types of things that mm-hmm. they would never do. And this, this is district-wide. I saw them at another location. And so these are the experiences that 
will enhance the, the, the image of the school district, but more important, it's a motivation for those students to be successful because they have to have a certain level of grades in order to participate. Excellent, excellent. So <coughs> what is at risk? Well, first of all, what is required for these to pass, and then what is at risk if they don't? Sure. So uh, both measures there are, are renewals of an existing tax, mm -hmm. uh, so they're not new. And they would they require fifty percent plus one vote to pass. Um, so we just need one more voter okay. uh, than fifty percent to. And is there any like voter turnout requirements? Because I know this is probably going to struggle with that. There are no longer any voter turnout requirements. Um, so uh, we're, we just need uh, need the. Yes, votes. Um, right. And the last time they were on the ballot, both passed with with sixty six percent or better mm. percentage. So um, we're hoping that those folks turn out and remember to vote on February thirteenth. And without a passage, it would be just what we talked oh, yeah. about. What we would not have. You see a reduction in the athletics program, reduction in the fine arts program, reduction in the number of staff members, reduction in services. All of those will have a, an impact. Hmm. So what would you say, Willie, to somebody that doesn't know any young people? That, like, who are Tacoma's students? Can you help us to... I would say to them, because you've had a rich life and a good life, your vote will provide an opportunity for a person to have the rich experiences that you've had, hmm. which is longevity of life and a good life. Um, what... Can people do that are listening to this podcast aside from voting to help the cause? I think first of all, they can call their friends mm. and, and also encourage their family members to vote. Those who are over eighteen, mm -hmm. and if those, and I think it might be too late for the register, but for those who are all registered, go to your church, go to your group, wherever it is, and lay. Listen, this is for the boys and girls. This is to make our community a better community. We are a good one, but we can make it better. Thank you. Well, if folks want to just find out more about what the two propositions will do, we have a website at the school district, tacomaschools.org slash vote. Mm -hmm. um, and separate from that, the campaign has a website called renewourcommitment.org. Uh, folks can go on there and see what activities the campaign is doing. There are opportunities for yard signs to, to go out. Um, through, that uh, through that website, you can make contact with the campaign. Um, there are opportunities for phone banking, making phone calls. Mm. So there are a lot of things going on behind the scenes that uh, are trying to educate the community about the two propositions. Cool. So could I like speak at my PTA meeting about this? That kind of thing is okay to do? You absolutely could. Or you could invite someone from the school district or the campaign to come to any community organization to uh, speak about the campaign and answer questions. In fact, oh, I did great. that today. Amazing. I had the superintendent to speak to our downtown Kiwanis Club to fully explain the levy, and that was full acceptance. I left there and went and spoke to over 40 ministers in the African-American community and received an endorsement for the levy because they believe in, in the Tacoma schools. They believe that what we are doing is the best for the community. Thank you for your service. Thank you. <laughs> so people should keep an eye out for this ballot on January 26th, and Correct. it needs to be returned by the 13th. That's right. Yep. All right. Well, we encourage you to 
the moment you get it. The moment ret- you get it. Return it. <laughs> so don't, don't run the risk of forgetting it. Thank you so much for coming today. Thank you. Thank you very much. Thanks so much for listening to Citizen Tacoma podcast today. We are part of the Channel 253 network where you can also find the Move to Tacoma podcast as well as the Nerd Farmer podcast. And the Flounders B Team and Crossing Division. If you'd like to reach out to us about anything you've heard on the show today or if you'd like to suggest a guest or a topic, maybe there's something you've been wondering about that maybe we can investigate for you, please contact me at jennyjacobs253 at gmail.com or hit us up on Twitter at Citizen Tacoma. Citizen Tacoma podcast is sponsored by Alaska Airlines. I'm Jenny Jacobs and I fly Alaska. To book your next flight, go to alaskaair.com. This is Channel 253.